It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Hello. I feel like I want to do some sort of silly voice for one whole episode, but I just haven't uh, felt the need or the confidence or the motivation to do that. So maybe someday you can look forward to hearing some weird version of me talking about these words. Not today, I don't think, except maybe now and again. Oh, hello, I'm Spencer. How you doing? Hey, what's up with you? I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm so glad that I'm here. It's my favorite time of the day. Okay, the first word in this episode is distrain. D-I-S-T-R-A-I-N. It looks like distrain, so maybe you're undoing a train, taking a train off the tracks, you're getting off the train, you're turning a train into a boat, you're... What else can you do to a train to make it not a train? What is it? It's a verb from the 14th century, starting with transitive, one, to force or compel to satisfy an obligation by means of a distress. We're actually going to talk about distress in this episode. So what is what did I just read? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. To force or compel to satisfy an obligation. So you're you're distressing somebody and forcing them to do a thing? Is that is that what I'm reading correctly? Number 2 is to seize by distress. You are taking a thing away and you're doing it in a distressful manner. We have three three forms of the word distress in this episode. So uh, which one of those, uh, you know, I, I just think distress is just like um, you, you're stressed. I mean, anything that distress that stresses you is distressful, probably. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that more later, and then maybe we'll come back to this word and give ourselves a little bit more context. Okay, here is intransitive for distrain. I think it causes strain. To levy a distress. Okay. Distrainable is an adjective. Distrainer, spelled with an E-R or an O-R, that is a noun. Distrainor. Okay, does the etymology help? I don't know. Let's read it. It's from the Middle Latin distringere, which is, I guess, also just a Latin word that means to draw apart or detain. And that is from dis plus stringere, which means to bind tight. Yes, like string, stringing something together to bind tight. And yes, there is more at the word strain. So strain is involved in this in some way. It's very stressful, causes me strain. Okay, maybe this word is related. Oh, shoot, I got to do a sound effect. I thought I had an idea, and now I don't know. Um, oh, uh, we, we, I just watched the movie Morbius, and I was like, can I do a sound effect that's related to Morbius somehow? Uh, I'll talk more about that later. But uh, ooh, maybe there's like an echolocation thing, so maybe I'll do like ping, 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 ping. Okay, the next word is distraint, 
with a T at the end. Noun from circa 1736, the act or action of distraining. That's it. Pew, 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 pew. The next word is, it is pronounced distray, distray, but it is spelled D-I-S-T-R-A-I-T, distrait, but it is pronounced distray. So, it is an adjective from the 15th century, apprehensively divided or withdrawn in attention, and the synonym is distracted. Mm, so, distray is just distracted. Apprehensively divided? Yeah, just like I'm not paying attention to the things that I probably should be paying attention to, uh, which sometimes happen as I'm reading these definitions. It's not that I'm not paying attention. It's that I'm focusing on just reading the words, and my brain isn't comprehending necessarily, or not always, the words that I'm saying. Um, but yes, it's, it's, uh, it's just being withdrawn in attention. So you're focused on the things in your brain going on inside of you, opposed to maybe what is going out in front of you that maybe you should be paying attention to. Distray, distray. Different. Well, oh, whoa, interesting. Okay, let, we got to move on to the next word. Pew, 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 pew. Is that even the sound that make that they that is there a sound in that movie? I don't know. Uh, the, okay, so the next word is distrait. There is a t sound at the end, but all that happened is that we put an e at the end of distray. Same word with an e, distrait. Adjective, also from the 15th century. The synonym, get this, it is distray without the e, and this is used especially of women. Okay, so clearly, this is very, very old, 600 years old, and so does that mean that if a woman is apprehensively divided or withdrawn in attention, you use distrait, but if it's a man, if a man is apprehensively divided or withdrawn in attention, he is distray. So I... I I, uh, this is so crazy. I mean, you know, you think about uh, certain languages, uh, French, Spanish, Latin too, I think, uh, probably many others, that there are feminine, masculine forms of words, nouns. And I can't remember if they do it for adjectives too. They probably do. I think if the adjective is connected to a masculine or feminine noun, then the adjective changes as well. Um but we just don't really see that a lot in English. But the reason that I think we've got it here is because uh, this is from Anglo-French and Latin, and so it's holding on to that that kind of thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's very, very fascinating. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot of genderized words um, in that way, which I like. I don't, I don't see why they need to be genderized. We got to move on to the next word. Bing, 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 bing. Okay, this word is distraught. This, the, the, the word distraught is very distraught. It is an adjective from the 14th century. One, agitated with doubt or mental conflict or pain. As in distraught mourners. They are wailing their eyes out because they're mourning the death of of their very favorite person, 
And uh, I expect that when I die, that you will all be extremely distraught mourners. Uh, that's that's only appropriate. So agitated with doubt or mental mental conflict. What sort of conflict do you have? I, I mean, I guess maybe maybe if they were sick, you're glad that they're not in pain anymore, but you're sad that they're gone. Yes, pain. It obviously depends on the context. Met. Oh, I missed. The, agitated with doubt. What does that mean? You're with doubt. Doubt. What are you doubtful about? What are you questioning? This is similar to what? What? Why is mental conflict in here? Distraught. I mean, you. I can't you be distraught and not have any doubt or conflict? You're just sad as hell, and we're not going to take it anymore. Number two. Mentally deranged. Okay, I think this might be kind of old. The synonym is crazed, as in, as if thou wert distraught and mad with terror. And that is from Shakespeare. As if thou wert distraught and mad with terror. So it's just, you're, you're a crazy head. That's what Shakespeare was saying. Distraughtly is an adverb. The next word is distress. We got to it. First form, noun from the 13th century, 1A. Seizure and detention of the goods of another as pledge or to obtain satisfaction of a claim by the sale of the goods seized. So these things are taken away and uh, then they're used for something else, I guess. That's distress. I don't know if I've heard it used in that context. What's another context that maybe I haven't heard about? 1B, something that is distrained. That was our first word, distrain. Something that is distrained is distress, but then distrain sends you to distress because it is to force or compel to satisfy an obligation by means of a distress. Ah, so in this context, for the number one for distrain, that's what I just read, uh, by means of a distress, that's when you are probably seizing these goods. You're taking the goods. And so in a forceful way, and it's to satisfy an obligation. So it's like, we're taking these things so you can use those to satisfy an obligation, to give them to somebody who needs them or to, um, they, they are owed to somebody, maybe. Uh, okay, to A, this is more what I am uh, used to. Pain or suffering affecting the body, a bodily part, or the mind. The synonym is trouble, as in gastric distress. If you maybe ate too much fried food, you might have some gastric distress, some gastric trouble. Your, your gastrointestinal system is not very happy with you. It's like, what did you do to me? I don't appreciate all of this this stuff. This is not what the body needs. Um, okay, so more 1A, 1B, That is, those are the ones that are related to the strain. So yeah, this is all about uh, seizing a thing, taking a thing. It is the thing that is taken. Okay, 2B, a painful situation. The synonym is misfortune. Oh, that's sad. Three, a stage of danger or desperate need, as in a ship in distress. SOS, 
Please come help us. Dee 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 dee. We need we need you to come help us, please and thank you. Three, a state of danger or desperate need. Oh, sh- the ship. Dee dee dee. Please help us. We're in distress. Thank you. Okay, here is synonym information. Distress, suffering, misery, and agony. Agony! Those words mean the state of being in great trouble. T-R-U-B-E-L. Distress implies an external and usually temporary cause of great physical or mental strain and stress. It's in the word, distress. As in, the hurricane put everyone in great distress. So the funny thing is, well, maybe we should, before we finish the synonym information, oh, see, there's not much in the etymology. What I was going to say is that usually when we see this D-I or D-I-S before a word, it means the opposite, kind of, of that thing. But again, in distress, it's not It's not really the opposite, you know. It's, it's still a stressful thing. I don't really know why why we need the di before it but that's fine um okay so let's finish the synonym information the next word is suffering leads to pain leads to anger leads to hate leads to i don't think i have the right order suffering implies conscious endurance of pain or distress as in the suffering of famine victims hmm conscious endurance so they're they're dealing with this pain or distress and they're very aware of it yeah misery stresses the unhappiness attending especially sickness poverty or loss as in the homeless live with misery every day that's a blanket statement but in general that's probably true there are some people who choose to not have a home um let's see sickness poverty or loss yeah there could have maybe been a better example but i I, it's fine agony suggests pain too intense to be born too intense to be born this is born with an e at the end too intense to be born so wait let's read the example in agony over the death of their child now, I don't fully understand this example, or the, uh, the, the definition, the sentence. Agony suggests pain too intense to be born. Does that mean like it's the, it's so intense that it can't, that what? Hmm. I'm a little bit confused by those last, last few words. It's just, it's pain that is so incredibly intense that you just can't, deal with it and yes the example agony over the death of their child that would definitely put somebody in agony and we're didn't we have another example in this yes um distraught mourners the distraught mourners were in agony over the death of their child bing 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 boom boom the second form of distress a transitive verb from the 14th century one to subject to great strain or difficulties, as in homes distressed by poverty. Nobody's coming to take care of it. They're just falling apart. They've Those buildings, those homes have gone through great strain. 
Number two is archaic. To force or overcome by inflicting pain. Three, to cause to worry or be troubled. The synonym is upset, as in, don't let the news distress you. Well, that's really hard when there's a whole bunch of crappy stuff on the news, and I am going to be worried or troubled by it, or I can just ignore it and feel, just have ignorance as bliss. But uh, yeah, what's that phrase? If you're not mad, you're not paying attention. Number four, to mar as clothing or wood deliberately to give an effect of age. So mar, M-A-R, you're, you're basically messing a thing up. The examples are clothing or wood, but it could be other things too. You're messing it up to make it look like it's old, as in a distressed table. I know my parents have done some of this um, maybe for some sort of job or something, but I, I know that my mom, she made some artwork. Now, I can't remember if this was what it was or something else, but I know my parents have had to distress things. So you can maybe paint a thing all nice, and then there's different techniques that you can do to distress a thing to make it look old. Uh, I think you could probably take like steel wool and scrape off some of the paint or put some sort of chemical thing on it to make it look old. So many different techniques. But uh, yeah, it's a, and it's an art form, I think, to distress a thing, to make it look old. And of course, these days you can buy new things like clothes that have already been distressed because they got the holes in the knees and the butt and you can buy, you could pay a whole, whole bunch of extra money Pay a premium for pre-distressed things so you don't have to put it through the paces yourself. Distressingly is an adverb. Bing, 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 bing. Th- that sound is supposed to be like the echolocation. If you haven't seen Morbius, which you probably haven't and you probably shouldn't, but that's kind of what I was going for there. The third form of distress, adjective from 1926, one. Offered for sale at a loss, as in distress merchandise. So this is the merchandise that you are selling, but you know that you're selling it for less than what you paid for it. So you're going to take a loss, but you got to get rid of it. It's taking up space and you just need any sort of money that you can get. So I have not heard of this one. Distress merchandise. Hmm. And maybe it is distressed. Maybe that's why, because it's old and you're not going to make much money on it. Two, involving distress goods, as in a distress sale. Come on down, we're having a distress sale. Everything must go, and we're making no money out of it. Money out of it? We're making no money. Please, come down. We gotta, everything's got, everything must go. The next word. Bing, 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 boom. Distressed with an E-D, adjective from 1613, of relating to or experiencing economic decline or difficulty, as in federal grants for distressed cities. These are cities that have not been taken care of as well as they probably should have because of a whole variety of reasons. Maybe they don't got the money, they don't got people who care, Maybe they do have people who care, but who can't do it. I don't know. Lots of things. 
I feel like isn't like a lot of Detroit or like Gary, Indiana, stereotypically distressed. Yeah, I don't know the politics about those things, but that's the impression that I've gotten. I hope that things are getting better. Bing, 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 bong. The next word is distressful. Adjective from 1591, causing distress or full of distress. Distressfully is an adverb and distressfulness is a noun. Uh, that is it for that one. Yep. Bing, 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 bing. The next word is distributary. Distributary. Well, I've heard of a tributary, but I haven't heard of a distributary, I don't think. Noun from 1863. A river branch flowing away from the main stream. Isn't that just a tributary? Where's the D-I-S prefix coming from? Huh. Well, I guess if you put the D-I-S here, that sort of means that it's not part of the main branch, the main stream. But I thought that a tributary is that same thing, that it branches away from the main stream. I don't know. Maybe it's a different thing altogether. We'll never know. Okay, we have one more word for this episode, and I must go... Bing, 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 The last word is distribute. D-I-S-T-R-I-B-U-T-E. You could also say distribute, if you like that, distribute. And the British say distribute. They emphasize the first syllable and then the last syllable less so. But here in America, where us Americans live, we like to emphasize only the second syllable, distribute. This is a verb from the 15th century, starting with transitive. Oh, I will say that there is synonym information, but that is going to be at the beginning of the next episode, because that's how I decided to do things today. Okay, number one, transitive, distribute. One, to divide among several or many. The synonym is apportion, as in distribute expenses. Now, a lot of people don't like to distribute them evenly. Now, it doesn't say that it has to be evenly, but I prefer things to be even myself. Yes, but you are sep- you're dividing them up amongst the groups, the people, the whoever's. 2A, to spread out so as to cover something. The synonym is scatter. Uh, well, you could, you could distribute somebody's cremains after they've been burned after they died. Hopefully, they died first and then they were burned. And then you could take those things and you can scatter them about the world. And you are distributing their ashes in their favoritest places. To be, to give out or deliver, especially to members of a group, as in distribute papers or distribute leaflets. We must get these things out to the people so they are aware of our news in our newspaper or our coupons in our leaflets. Um, and then maybe some people will come and they'll, they'll, they'll buy some things for us or make a, make a subscription with, for our newspapers. Or they already have a subscription and we are distributing to them. The paper boy, the paper girl, the paper person, they like to 
they got to put the papers on your lawns. Hopefully they don't break a window and they are distributing them. That was a job that I never had, and I don't even know if we had kids who did that where I grew up. We probably did, but I I don't know. That was not a thing. Yeah, I didn't do that. 2C. To place or position so as to be properly apportioned over or throughout an area, as in 200 pounds distributed on a six-foot frame. Is, are they talking about a human being? A six-foot-tall person who weighs 200 pounds? I feel like it might be. Place or position so as to be properly apportioned over or throughout an area. Um, yep, yep. I'm trying to think of another example, but I guess that's, that is an example. Your, your weight is distributed over your body and not necessarily evenly. 2D, to use a term so as to convey information about every member of the class named. And the, okay, the example is, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on here. The proposition, quote, all men are mortal, distributes, quote, man, but not, quote, mortal. Okay, so all men are mortal, distributes man but not mortal what does that mean so the definition again 2d to use a term so as to convey information about every member of the class named okay so in this example the men are the all the members of that class who are being named so that's why that is distributing it's being distributed the phrase distributes the word man because there's a lot of people who are under that umbrella of the word man, but not the word mortal, because that's just a, an adjective or a whatever. All right, I think that kind of makes sense. I don't really know why, like what, where do you use this word? Like clearly you can use this in this sentence, the proposition all men are mortal distributes man, but not mortal, but like why... What, what are you using this for? Why are you saying that in the first place? I don't know. 3A. To divide or separate, especially into kinds. You, you maybe got a lot of fruits. You went to the store and you went overboard with all your fruits. You got the apples and the bananas and the oranges and the tangerines and the apricots and the grapes and, all the, and the lemons and the limes and the watermelons and the cantaloupes. And the the kiwis and the other thing that I can't think of, and you have to distribute them into piles when you get home because you can't have them all in the same fruit basket. They're not all going to fit. So you got to distribute them by kind. 3B. To return the units of, as typeset matter, to storage. You're returning the things into their storage units. Hopefully they all have a place where they live so you can stay organized because that, I think, is the best way to do things. And when you're done using them, you put them back where they go and you are distributing them. Four, to use in or as an operation so as to be mathematically distributive. Yep, it's about the math. You got to distribute the numbers in some way, for some reason, somehow. Okay, there is one intransitive definition which says 
to be mathematically distributive, as in, multiplication distributes over addition. I don't know what that means. It is mathematically distributive, but why is multiplication... Multiplication distributes over addition? I don't know. Distribute is a noun. I guess, uh, well, why wouldn't distributor be be a noun as well? The well, well, we are going to actually see distributor in the next episode, so I guess that's why they didn't put it here. Uh, distributee, maybe that's one of the people or the things that is receiving the things that are being distributed. I think that might be what it is. Um, okay, the etymology is from the Latin verb distribuere, distribuere, which is dis plus tribuere, which means to allot. You are allotting things. You are saying that goes there, that goes there, that goes there. And um, this is how much you get. This is how much you get. And there's more at the word tribute. I don't know how or why, but I volunteer as tribute. Okay, got to read the words. We had distrain, distraint, distray, distrait, distraught, distress, 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 distressed, distressful, distributary, and distribute. Well, let's see. What did we have? Um, being distracted. I thought that was kind of fascinating. Distray and distrait. Uh, let's see. I don't like being distraught. I don't like things that are distressed unless it's art, unless it's a thing that has been made to look distressed. I do kind of like that. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like I should be playing some music. Do 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 but do 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 but if I make the music I can't think at the same time at the same time I can't be thinking I'm just singing 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 the words all right I think I'm just going to pick distress as the word of the episode uh, because uh, specifically the things that are made to look old I think that's a very interesting skill a, f- a cool thing that people can do and uh, if you have any art, I guess, that has been distressed, uh, post it on social media and tag me, because then I can look at it and say, that looks great. Keep it up. Oh, song time. Another song. How many songs have there been? Let's do another one. The cabinet you made is really distressed because you did something cool to wit to be distressed. It is distressing me. That's fine. That's the end. I will quickly say that, yes, I watched Morbius. Uh, It did take me a couple days just because I didn't have the time to finish it the first day, so I finished it yesterday. And, um, well, it's an interesting movie, and I don't understand anything, but I do think that the episode that they did about it on how did this not get... No, how did this get made is very entertaining, very funny, and it does sort of explain some things, um, but it's, um, it's a special piece of art. That's all I'll say. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Bing!